Hey, teacher mama. Have you ever left school thinking, oh gosh, now I have to go home and try to have patience for my own kids or I'm leaving one mess here to go home to another. Or will I ever just get some me time, some time to sit and do what my body needs me to do? We hear you and we have both been there and we know what it feels like to leave one stressful situation and go to another. And today we're going to talk about some reasons why this has become the norm for you and how to fix it. Do you wish you could stop using up all your patience and energy in the classroom so that you have some left for your own kids when you get home? Are you sick of coming home to a constant mess and never-ending to-do list that it feels like you're working a second job? Are you ready to turn off your teacher brain at the end of the day so you can transition into mom mode? Welcome to the Teacher Mamas Podcast, where you're going to learn time and stress management strategies and routines so you have the energy to pour back into your family and the things that matter most to you. Hi, I'm Roberta. And I'm Ashley. We are both wives and teacher mamas with a combined 28 years in education. We've both been that exhausted, overstimulated, and stressed out teacher mom, and we both brought way too much work home, struggled with keeping up on house chores, and did zero things we enjoyed outside of school. We realized that if we were going to live more energetic and balanced lives, we needed to learn different routines and time and stress management strategies. So we created a plan that made teaching, momming, and wiping easier and fun again. If you're ready to find time for yourself, your family, faith, and home, go grab your favorite drink, a notebook and pen, because we are about to dive in. Oh, you guys, I am so excited to talk to you about something brand new. Ashley and I are so excited to bring you at home routines coaching, where we will create a power routine that is personalized just for you. There are kind of two different tracks that we could take this coaching. One track is for the teacher mama who gets home and feels so overwhelmed by everything that she has to do at home. You look at the mess, the laundry, figuring out dinner, and it just all seems so overwhelming and you don't know where to start and you just need help coming up with a plan. This is for you, teacher mama. But then there's another teacher mama, and maybe it's you, who you just need time to yourself. But it is so hard to figure out how to get that. It is so hard to figure out a plan and figure out a time where you can get what you need to fill your tank and then be the mom that you want to be the rest of the day. We empty our tank throughout the teacher day. It just, we do. It's what happens. We are giving. That is what a teacher does. That's what a caregiver does. We are giving of ourselves all the time. We get to the end of the day. And then for most of us, there isn't a transition between work and home. We are just on all the time. So let Ashley or I help you figure out what you can do to fill your tank after school so that you can be the present and patient mama that you want to be at home. This coaching is for you. And I know Ashley and I can help with 
both of these scenarios. And maybe you're you're listening to this and you're like, uh, Roberta, I need both of those things. <laughs> like desperately sign me up. Okay, so go to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines to get started. I'm so excited. What you're going to get right now for the month of December is just an incredible sale. You will get a 25-minute call with either Ashley or I and just for $37, you guys. And then we will work through one of those things. Maybe it's setting up a routine to make home life less overwhelming. Maybe it's working out a way to get that me time so that you are filling your cup at the end of the school day and before your your home life day begins. Whatever one is what you want to focus on more, we can help you in those 25 minutes. And we'll come up with a plan. And then what's so exciting is at the end of that call, we will set up a second call a week later to follow up and help you with accountability and and talk about how did that week go. Um, maybe if there was a challenge, we can talk about that and what can we do, what can what can you do moving forward and how can we help you? So in those two sessions, you get those two sessions for $37. You get the first one. Uh, you'll book the first one right away at the teachermamas.com forward slash power routines. And that is the one that is $37. You get the follow-up a week later for free. And we'll set that up within the call, that first call with you. And we're so excited. We know that this is going to make a huge impact in your life. And we cannot wait to meet with you. We cannot wait to get started. So please go sign up now before end of day, January 1st, because the sale will be over at that time. So if you want this special sale holiday price, go hop over to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines right away and sign up with Ashley or myself. And we cannot wait to see you there. All right, you guys, I'm saying we like there's a mouse in my pocket. Really, it's a new kitten in the room because Roberta is not feeling good. And so she's not going to be joining us today. Um, and she's going to do the next episode solo as well. And then we're probably going to, our plan is to get back together after the holidays. It's just been crazy. <laughs> so we are, we're splitting these ones up. Uh, we're just getting them done for you guys because they're super important. And I just wanted to give you that quick update that we got a new kitten and his name is Mr. Jingles. And he is the cutest darn thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. So if you hear meowing or purring because he likes to sit right next to me and purr, uh, it's probably what you're hearing. Um, we quick, quick story here. We found him in the chicken coop on Thanksgiving night and we took him to the vet the next day, got his immunizations all up to date and we are just like in love with him. And we have two other cats at home. So we are waiting to introduce him until he gets his second booster shot and but gosh, he's cute. <laughs> so his home has been in my office for the last two weeks. <laughs> so um, for those of you that don't know, I'm Ashley and I am going to be your host today. So let's just get to it. I remember those first few years of teaching where everything was basically a blur. I'd be super stressed out from school and everything that had to get done. And then I'd be stressed going home because school was stressing me out. I had zero boundaries and either brought work home with me or I emotionally brought it home with me. And this led 
to me being super impatient and short with my kids and my husband at home. And because I never put down that teacher hat to switch into mom and wife mode, um, you know, you know how it goes, right? Is this you? Do you feel like teaching is consuming your life a bit and you have no idea what to do about it? I know you want to be present with your family. You want to give them your best self and you want to do fun things with them without feeling so exhausted and overrun with your thoughts of school. And I know that you want to be that teacher at school for your students in the classroom. So we need to um, we need to set this aside at the end of the day so that you can be that mom that your kiddos need at home. All right, some things that I am going to talk about today are going to be a quick routine that you can squeeze in after school and some are bad habits that we need to break throughout the school day. So it's going to be kind of a mix of the two. We can't fix the problem until we can pinpoint what that problem is. So we're, you guys, I keep saying we're, I'm so used to Roberta being here. If I say we, I'm just talking about my cat today, okay? Um, so. I'm going to address the potential problems, and then I'm going to give you a solution for why you might be having a hard time leaving school at school. So problem number one is you've had a really stressful day, and your body is on sensory overload with the amount of behaviors or even just decisions that you have to make throughout the day. Um, also, sensory overload from the noises, the lights, everything, right? So some of you are just go, go, go all day long, and there's hardly any time to breathe. So before you go home to your families, okay, here's your solution to your problem. We need to give your body some quiet time. Our systems actually need seven different kinds of rest, and sensory rest is one of them. And I'm not going to go into those different kinds of rests right now because we have a whole episode dedicated to it. So if you want to listen to that one, go check out number 53. You are probably going to be shocked at what the other six are because when we think of rest, we think of sleeping a lot, right? <laughs> we think of just sleeping or maybe just sitting down for five minutes, but there's more that our body needs than that. So sensory rest is a big thing. And like I said, with all the lights around us all day long and the screens and the loud noises, our brains, our eyes, and our ears just need a break from everything. So if we're dragging that sensory overloaded head home with us, no wonder we're snipping at our families uh, every, every night. You know, it's just like, no wonder why. <laughs> if all you have is five minutes, then like before you go home, then let's take those five minutes and just sit in a quiet, dark room, maybe close your eyes and just breathe. And if you can't make your room dark, just close your eyes and breathe for five minutes. Five minutes, you guys, we can all find five minutes. Tell your body it's okay to take a chill pill before you go home to more chaos. If you have more than five minutes, by all means, do more than five minutes. Okay. But our bodies really need that break from all the the sensory things that are going on around us all day long. All right, problem number two. Overall, maybe you're not enjoying teaching right now. The students are driving you crazy. You're on too many committees or you're taking on too many coaching opportunities and it's burning you out. You've literally given everything that you have at school, so there's nothing left when you go home. So instead of focusing 
here's your, here's your solution. Instead of focusing on all the negatives, let's use again, that five minutes at the end of the day to look at the things that went wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) That went right. (laughs) Don't look at the things that went wrong. Look at the things that went right. (laughs) My goodness. This has been my day today, you guys. Seventh and eighth grade, I could not get words out to save my life. <laughs> like, what is happening to my brain today? It's Friday. <laughs> For me right now, recording, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm I'm done. All right. So this is going to be challenging at first. But once you start making it a habit, it's going to become easier. Maybe you notice that one of the kiddos who's been struggling a lot actually had a good day today. That actually happened to me, you guys. Um, I have a kid who has not been in my room pretty much all quarter. Uh, She's been there like, I want to say she was there like the first three days. And after that, it's either been she's been skipping classes or um, like suspended or in school suspension or just wandering the halls. Um, And today she actually came to class. She was late, but she came. Um, and she was not as much of a distraction as I thought she was going to be. So we are trying this new incentive with our our seventh graders right now, because it has been a struggle this year. You guys, like we are, we are literally like tipping things upside down, shaking everything out that we have inside of us to try and find a solution for some things that we've been facing this year. And one of the things that we came up with the other day is just like, we just need to, when we see good behavior, we need to reward it right away. So we went and bought a bunch of candy. They seem to be very motivated by candy. So we are just handing out candy like like crazy people. So she was there. She wasn't as much of a distraction. She actually did what I told her to do, which was pretty much a miracle since this was only like day four. She's been in my class. So I gave her a piece of candy at the end of the hour and I gave her verbal praise and sent her on her merry little way, hoping that she would remember that and want to come back on Monday. (laughs) Right? Like you guys might be thinking like, okay, like woohoo, she came for the fourth day, you know, but this is, this is a win, right? So let's think of these small things that happen throughout the day. Maybe all or most of your kids followed expectations while you were getting their attention and teaching one time today, or maybe you had a coworker that made you laugh or smile. So If you're not used to doing gratitude, this can seem weird at first. I can tell you guys this situation that happened today in my classroom, if it happened like three years ago, I would have, I would have been like, oh, she decided to show up today and blah, 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 blah. Like it would have just been me being negative. But instead I have trained my brain to see things for the more positive that they are and just keep looking for those things throughout the day. And I'm not saying that I don't complain sometimes or I don't like have a negative thought. Of course I do. We're human. But the thing is like, I've trained my brain to notice that. And then I'm like, oh, that's not very helpful right now. Like let's switch it to something more positive. Right. Um, so this is, again, this is going to be hard at first (laughs) or weird. (laughs) And especially if you're in true burnout mode, you might be thinking, how is that positive? You know, like, how is that positive? They, if they only followed expectations once today. Right. But like I said, if you keep working on it, your brain will more easily pick it out as a positive. And the more that you start looking for these things throughout the day, the easier it's going to be. And the easier it's going to hand out compliments to your kids instead of 
braiding them in your head or in making teaching harder for you, right? So once this starts to become a bit easier for you, it just, I mean, it's, you can start adding things to that list where that you're excited about for the evening, you know? So like you have that five minutes at the end of the day, you start doing gratitude. Now start adding things in that you're excited about for the evening. Cause then that puts your brain in a much better mood for when you get home, rather than thinking about everything else that you have to get done. When you get home, you can start thinking about the things that you're excited about. Right. So that was problem number two. All right. Number three, the people you hang around at school are negative and all you're listening to is how hard teaching is or the gossip around school or how hard being a mom is outside of teaching. And this could come from the hallways, the break room, or even social media. How many teacher mom groups are you a part of? where people just go in there to be and complain about their life and how everything is so hard all the time. Maybe it's you doing that. Are you feeling a little called out right now? (laughs) I'm not judging you. Trust me. I've been there. I used to be that person and complaining. Why do we do it? Right? Why, why is it so easy to complain about everything and not actually come up with a solution? Well, It's because it feels good in the moment because usually people are either agreeing with you or they give you empathy like, oh, I'm so sorry that's happening to you, right? And then you're like, oh, you feel validated. Like, yeah, I'm complaining and I feel validated now. I I, I have a reason to complain. And it kind of gives us a little bit of a dopamine hit and it makes us want to do it again. That's why we like complaining so much. But eventually in the long run, it makes you feel crappier later. Or maybe you're just the person who is around that conversation a lot and you could start switching it the other way or being more positive or even walking away from the conversation. And this does not mean that you don't have problems or that that don't need to be solved. It means that you're switching your mind from being in a complaining mode and not being able to solve problems into an abundant mode and which which makes you be able to solve problems so much easier, right? Like I said, three years ago, I would have looked at that situation and I just would have complained about it and I would have been irritated by it. Now, because I have trained my brain, I look at it as a positive and, okay, how could we keep this momentum going? How can, if this if this happens again, how can I help solve this problem instead of just complaining about it, right? All right, so here's your fix. Start noticing when you're around these people and how negative the conversations are. How do you feel when you walk away from them? Do you feel like you could go solve any problem that comes your way or just complain about it to death when it happens, not actually solving anything? And this actually happened to me this morning. I was talking with a coworker and trying to give her a test for um, one of the students so she could read it to them. And it just kind of turned into a complaining conversation. And I was a part of it. I'm not blaming her. Um, and I walked away from the conversation. Well, I ended it on a on a high note because I didn't want to walk away from the conversation feeling that way. But if I didn't end on that high note, I would have walked away feeling crappy. And uh, so really for right now, I just want you to notice how you feel when you walk away. 
This is hard to break this habit. So hard, you guys. I've been working so hard at this the last couple of years. Um, and it, it does, it, it never gets perfect. Like I said, it happened to me today. Um, but you know, the, again, the more you work on it, the easier it gets. So this is, this is a hard habit to break. And if you're around negative people a lot, but even harder, if you're the negative one. <laughs> so once you do start changing this though, again, you guys, you're going to notice problems aren't as hard to solve, which means more things get accomplished and you have less on your plate, essentially making teaching and momming so much easier. So this one does take a lot of work though, and a lot of intentionality. So start noticing how you feel when you walk away from those negative conversations, start noticing the people that are having the negative conversations. Is it you? Is it just other people around you that make you feel like blech when you walk away? Right? So if that is happening, maybe also try to start to find more positive people to hang around with. All right. Number four. Your boundaries are the problem. So do you have a strict policy about not taking grading home or checking email after hours? Or is it always on the table? You can never take that teacher hat off if you don't leave everything else at school. Also, we touched on this earlier, but how many things are you involved in that have to do with school outside of your contract hours? I'm not saying don't be involved with things, but what I am saying is that what you are involved in better fit into your family life instead of take away from it. I'm going to say that again. The things that you are involved in better fit into your family life instead of take away from it. Okay, here's your solution, people. Come up with a clear plan to get things done at school. We have systems in place, Roberta and I, so that we can get our schoolwork done at school. It does not come home with us. There are a few exceptions like throughout the year, a couple of times throughout the year, I might just have accidentally added a couple too many things onto my plate. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling like pretty stressed right now. And I just need to take this home, get it off my plate so that I don't have to think about it tomorrow. Otherwise it's kind of like the snowball effect where it just keeps like things keep adding on to my plate during my prep and everything. So I'm not saying it doesn't ever happen, right? We're not perfect, but for the most part, all of my schoolwork stays at school all of the time. Um, like I said, there might be those few random times, but um, like, especially if it's a crazy week or something like that. Um, I know there's also times where like, I can't get things off my brain and I just need to put it on a list. That's fine. Get it out of your brain, put it on a list. Then when you're not thinking about it anymore. One thing I love doing throughout the day is a big brain dump on a piece of paper. And well, this could happen all at once. If you've never done it before, do a big brain dump, but then also throughout the day, as you think of things, put it on that piece of paper, just keep jotting it down. Um, you could do this while you're taking attendance, you know, while your kids are drawing or journaling, whatever. So before I leave for the day, then I take the top three things that I need to get done tomorrow and put them on a post-it. 
And then when it comes time for prep, no time is wasted. I just follow the plan that I made the day before. So if you don't get the time you need during the day to do this, notice how often you're throwing your prep away being distracted or to help someone else or to take someone else's classes because you're short on subs. Maybe you don't get a prep. Uh, and then my question is, what are you doing about that? Why are you not getting a prep? Is it in your contract that you don't get a prep? Why are you working at a school where you don't get a prep? <laughs> Have you started talking with the rest of your staff to all go have that conversation together with your admin because not getting a prep is not okay. And you should be getting a prep. Every single teacher in my mind should get a prep. Um, I know like sped, sometimes sped teachers get two preps because it's like a paperwork hour because of all the paperwork that they have to do. So um, if you've tried this and they have said no at your school, then again, why are you still working there? This is a toxic work environment. I would never suggest anybody stay in a toxic work environment. That is absolutely not okay to get a planning period for the amount of work that you are putting in during the school day. And it's not normal. So going back to the commitments that you signed up for outside of your contract hours, if you have no desire to show up to that problem-solving meeting because no problems ever get solved, solved and it's just a giant waste of time, then stop going to the problem-solving meeting. <laughs> if you coach basketball, and that was all fine and dandy before you had kids, but now it's sucking your soul for four months out of the year because you're a new mom, it's time to pass it on to somebody else. We're all in different seasons of our life. And it's okay if during one season you were good with taking something on, but now in a different season of your life, you're not. It's okay. No guilt required. And if you have a hard time saying no to things, go check out episode number 79, where we talk about eight ways to say no. I am very passionate on this subject, so I apologize if I sound harsh at all. It's not my intent. This is just passion coming through. I had to apologize at a meeting that I was at the other day as well because I got a little too passionate in it. <laughs> all right. Number five. Um, your last one here. Number five is your mindset. Yes, your mindset. Are you telling yourself that you have no time for yourself? <laughs> you have no time to slow down and decompress. There's too much to do all the time and everybody needs you and yada, 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 yada. Solution. Number one, stop telling yourself lies. Okay. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. If the things that are important to you are not getting done, then you either need to delegate more or you need to take things off your plate or both. And a great thing to do before you leave school is to say some affirmations to yourself. Okay. So um, Roberta has some really great affirmation episodes before this episode. The last, I don't even know how many Mondays she has done an affirmation episode and they're all wonderful and fabulous because Roberta's really good at coming up with affirmations. Um, so if you go check any of those out, I'm sure some of them would help with this. Um, but here's one for you as well. And I use this one a lot. <laughs> I am working on becoming a calm and patient mama. 
I am working on becoming a calm and patient mama. So you can repeat this to yourself with a deep breath as much as you need to throughout the night. And it can slowly help start changing that fixed mindset that you're going into mom mode with. And it can start changing it into that growth mindset. Um, and, and that comes, you know, like that, that can be part of your me time after school. All right. So, um, again, that, that is a very, very quick, like you just got five minutes before you go home. Um, start with this affirmation and you could pair it with breathing. You can pair it with closing your eyes. You can pair it with, um, you know, just resting afterwards. Right. And another great thing to do would be to sign up for a coaching call with Roberta or I, and we can address one of these things or anything else inside the call. It's just a 25 short minute phone uh, Zoom call, sorry. Um, and it's going to get you on your way to becoming that present and patient mama and wife that I know you want to be when the school day is done. So you're probably wondering what the heck you're uh, you're going when when the heck you're gonna fit these things into your schedule. Well, that is another great question and something else that we help you solve because the plan we come up with is individualized to you. So if you are ready to hop on a call with Roberta or I, again, you guys, it's just 25 short minutes. And if me time is your problem after school, um, we can help you with that. And we can come up with a great plan for you. So go to the link. It's uh, theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines. And we are also going to have that in the show notes as well. All right, friends. I had a blast hanging out with you today and we will chat again soon. Hey, teacher mama. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay. Time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye.